everyone, and welcome to the Home Birth Experience. I'm Julia Meyer, your host, the founder and midwife of Cleveland Home Birth, and I am here today with a couple at their six-week postpartum visit, Samantha and Aaron. Hi there. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Great. Good. Awesome. So Samantha, when I was scheduling her visit, her last postpartum, which is so sad. Not looking forward to no more visits. I know. Um, We talked about recording her birth story on the podcast, and she said that they would love to do it. Very excited. Yeah. So I'm going to jump right in and let you and Aaron tell your story of how you decided to have a home birth with your second baby Mm -hmm. and take it away. Do you want to start? Um, So it actually started with our first baby. We had wanted to have a home birth. Um, We had planned for it. We had a midwife and we actually ended up in the hospital delivering the first one. So when it came time for the second, we both had discussed that without a a doubt, we were going to be trying for another home birth. Um, You know, years ago when we first started dating, I had brought up the idea, well, I guess closer to marriage, but I had brought up the idea of a home birth, and at first, he wasn't, so... Yeah, I was completely, like, not, well, yeah, I was completely against it. Um, I was... (laughs) He has butted me. So you weren't completely. Uh, no, I was not. I, no, I was completely against it. I was. I kind of. Oh, it was one are. of those things where I kind of rolled my eyes and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, we're just gonna do the traditional thing eventually. Uh, mm. But then, as she was pretty persistent. adamant about uh, having, Me persistent. having having a home birth, she's like, just start. You know, she she pointed me in the directions of reading articles and. Um, Things like that. And the more I read, the more it was eye-opening to me. Um, the statistics and, you know, just the, the difference, the different feel or, the you know, the different things. And um, and after going through the hospital birth with Porter, um, that definitely came to yeah. fruition. Yeah, that we really, um, that really, we really like that. that was... Like solidified it for you. Yeah, yeah, like we were working for toward and even harder for a home birth with yeah. our second. That yeah. was that was it. It for was us. it was it was traumatizing. But well, it, for it you, what was the most traumatizing thing as a dad? Okay, so sitting there and watching, you know, hours upon hours of massaging my wife's back <laughs> and hips and watching her dry heave um, on the bed and looking over at the two nurses at nift, at uh, shift change, and they're just they're not paying attention and you know finally it was just like okay we're done get over here now um and yeah i mean that was probably the most traumatizing that and then not to be funny but when they brought in all of these knives and tools you know what is this what's gonna happen you know why do we need why do we need this much much cutlery (laughs) <laughs> for just a basic Those vaginal birth setups look kind of scary yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure it was it was definitely i remember seeing his face as they opened up the sterile pack like you know i'm kind of in and out of it ready to to start pushing and well and you're a just, nurse so yes. it's not like it shocked you no and that's part of the reason why i didn't want to have a hospital birth is you know i've seen all 
you know, kind of the, the stuff that they show. Not that I'm an OB nurse or anything, but I, I remember in nursing school thinking I was going to love OB nursing. And then I got to the course and then I did my clinicals and seeing what it actually looked at, it looked like it just made me feel so uncomfortable and it took me a while to figure out why. And then eventually, it, you know, it kind of clicked that that's not what I thought birth should look like. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to be a more beautiful, peaceful, enjoyable experience. And that's when I kind of started looking out, you know, what is, what is it actually, could it be? And that's mm-hmm. when, that's when we started, I started really researching home birth and kind of pushing him to do his own, which and I, and I did. he did. It was, it was fantastic. You yeah. know, learning and and seeing how different and more peaceful and beautiful yeah. it can be and more natural. Yeah. So even though you had that traumatizing experience in the hospital, were you nervous at all going into it with when your second baby? So the second, I mean, it always crosses your mind, you know, all the what ifs, yeah. but you thinking about it, you'll cross that bridge when you get there. And I had full confidence in you, you know, that Well, what did you say your only fear was? That you wouldn't show up. That was it. That was his only fear. That was my only fear, is that you wouldn't show up. Well, and you had reason to feel that way, too, yes. because your first midwife didn't show up. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we were going to have a home birth with our first midwife, and my water broke, and I sent a message at 1.30 in the morning, hey, water's broken, and I got a message back around 6 a.m. saying, um, I'm sick, and I won't be there. Here's some phone numbers you can call for a backup, which we weren't expecting that kind of response um, at all. And so we went ahead and we made phone calls and no one answered. So at that Mm -hmm. point, that's when we had to, we waited to see if things would kind of pick up, you know, and labor just stopped at that point. I was, we were both very stressed. There was a lot of stress. And so labor completely stopped. And um, later that day, we went ahead and went to the hospital and they started inducing me and, and all that for our delivery. Which proves the, the point that birth is very psychological. Absolutely. And you have to be in the right state Absolutely. of mind in order for all the mm-hmm. cocktail of hormones to flow yeah. for labor to happen. Yeah, and I think we definitely experienced it this time with Wynn too. You know, coming mm-hmm. up to my delivery with him, he was what, a couple days late? And I was feeling all sorts of emotions and we had a conversation on the the middle of the floor, you know, just having to sort through the feelings of the last birth and, you know, all the things that caused me anxiety Mm -hmm. that I've been holding on to. And, you know, you invited me over to your house and Sarah seen me and I, you know, we went ahead and did some meditation and, and kind of working through things. And. I don't doubt for a second that the reason my water broke that night was because I had finally, you know, worked through a lot of those things that were holding me back. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very profound. And even still, I had some emotions and things that were going on after water had broken. And, you know, labor didn't start right away. Mm-hmm. It came, it stopped. And I remember you checking in, you know, Aaron's like, do you need to call her? I said, no, I don't need yeah. to call her. There's nothing going on. And you checked in and you said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm very frustrated. Yeah. And you just, you just reminded me that you even told me, you said nightfall is going to come. Your hormones are going to ramp up and you're going to have this baby. 
And sure enough, nine o'clock came. It was dark. <laughs> and there comes regular contractions. You know, I mean, it was just exactly how you said it would happen. And it did. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, it's incredible. It's incredible what the body and the mind do and how yeah. they work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I would have to work through so much emotion I felt it one. building in your yeah. third trimester. Yeah. I could feel it building. <laughs> yeah, it came to an head. And I knew, like, this is all going to come pouring <laughs> out here soon. And it sure did that day. <laughs> yeah. We were sitting on the floor together, and I'm pretty sure Aaron was just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, it was another one of those, is this lady going to leave and never come back? Yeah, that too. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, we're going to the hospital again. No. Oh, no. No. We're both crying. Yeah, we're, we're both like, like sobbing on the on on my floor in the living room, and mm-hmm. you were just kind of like in and out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were brave. You made the decision to do it again. Yeah. And anything significant in your pregnancy other than what we've talked about that you guys want to mention? Um, my blood pressure. The anxiety around my blood pressure. So when I was in pregnant with my first, um, I was pretty healthy. I mean, I was eating well. I was actually exercising and, and I, you know, my weight was, was normal. Um, and I was at a prenatal appointment and I got chastised for my blood pressure being a little high. And from then on, I had higher blood pressure throughout the rest of my pregnancy. And this time it was very much the same. Whenever Julia was there to take my blood pressure, (laughs) it was through the rough. Um, so I had to start taking my own blood pressure at home. And sure enough, when Julia wasn't there, my blood pressure was fine. (laughs) That's so scary. (laughs) Not at all, but just that stress and that, you know, that connection of the previous experience of, you know, just the whole idea of, getting in trouble for something you can't necessarily control. I have anxiety to begin with, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's not like we've had losses with our mm-hmm. pregnancies as well. So there's a lot of emotion around it. Mm-hmm. And to have your hand slapped for your blood, something, again, you can't control, mm-hmm. doesn't help things at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's almost like one of those deep-seated things that you just can't help. You just yeah. can't help. And yeah. So, you know, you would leave and I'd take my blood pressure and take a picture and send it to you and let you know that it was completely normal. Yeah, which was okay with me. <laughs> yeah, it was, as long as it was normal. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I think a lot of women, they have a fear that, is this going to risk me out of having a home birth? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely was. And, you know, that was also really helpful too is, is you know, you still – looked over me, you still tested my urine, you still were keeping an eye on other things and symptoms. And as long as those weren't coming up, you know, things, things were fine. And I kept track of, of how I was feeling. And you just continued to encourage me, you know, everything's fine. And if there was something wrong, we, we would discuss it. And of course I'd send you to who needs to see you, but that never happened. It was truly just anxiety Mm -hmm. that was causing the issues. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Which then, since you said nothing's off, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, 
That then stressed you out, Erin. <laughs> because I remember a particular prenatal in the third trimester when you all came to my office and you could cut the tension in the room with a knife. Yeah. And your baby was breached then. Yeah, it was. And I was like, okay, so start talking. What happened? What's going on? And we were at each other's throats. Yeah, we, we were. Up to that point, it was, it was every day. Arguing. We were arguing, mm-hmm. and then you know, I don't. After that, that little verbal lashing or <laughs> finger point or whatever you want to call she it. She did not give a verbal she lashing. Did not give a verbal lashing, no. But um, we we didn't. Um, oh, man. We you know, worked on we, it. We worked on it. And I mean, we did was, argue on the way home. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I would say that the for for the most part. The rest of the pregnancy, argumentatively, <laughs> was was fine. Yeah, we we both kind of just realized that we need to pick our own battles. Yeah, and, and really, away. what's worth the stress? And you know, not to go off the course here, but I have a friend. His they're expecting their first child, and he was saying how like emotional she was, and I was like, brother, like <laughs> you just got you got to go with it. You yeah. know, and I, I was trying to just relay, you know, you got to be understanding to a point, mm-hmm. you know, he goes, well, my temper. I said, buddy, I get it, yeah. but yeah. you've got to be understanding. Pick your battles. They're going to be emotional. They're going to cry. They're going to rip your head off. <laughs> it happens. You just got to. you can't do anything no, right. No, you can't. No. no, you don't. And you still don't. <laughs> he couldn't. Sometimes, he's still but, here sometimes, man. Um, but you just, you know, you got to be understanding. Yeah. You got to find a middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we definitely can. had to work work through that. Yeah, yeah, and to even add to it, at our wedding, um, my maid of honor even said during her speech that she's never met a couple that loves each other and argues as much as we do, and that that's really true. You know, mm-hmm. we're both very outspoken. We're both very stubborn. Um, both of us want the last word, and you know, both of us feel very strongly. So. There's no really avoiding a lot of our <laughs> arguments for us. So it was it was difficult to to work through those emotions and just, you know, move things aside so we could move forward. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, between that and a chiropractor. A couple weeks. Oh yeah, it was like a week was, and a half. Later. It was like a week and a half later. He was back down. He was back in a position where yeah. he needed to be after we had worked through things and Baby sense stuff. Mm-hmm. If yeah. mom and dad are at each other's throats, they're like, I'm not coming out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm going to flip around here. Yep. Yeah. He sure, he sure did. Yeah. Okay. So that happened. You continued going to the chiropractor. Yes. That was really good for you. Excellent for me. And anything else before labor started that was significant? I don't remember. I don't think so. I mean, like I said, we, I went over to your house and Sarah had helped me that day. You know, she took me through, um, you know, meditation and working through my fears and kind of addressing those fears of high blood pressure and going to the hospital and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, abandonment and all those things that had built up Mm -hmm. and she helped me work through those. And sure enough, I know when you you texted me, I was like, are you in contractions? Was yeah, you texted me day? later. I was working at my, I my desk. I started getting cramps after yes. you left. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. She's going to have a baby. Yeah. And and sure enough, you texted me. And I was like, I think I am. 
you know, because it didn't really, I didn't really have that with, with Porter, my first, you know, my, my water broke, nothing happened, then I was induced. So I wasn't quite sure what to, to expect. Mm -hmm. And so I started feeling this. And I remember texting my girlfriends, like, is this, could this, am I really, you know? And then you texted me and I said, yeah, I think I am. And you said, that's, that's what you're doing right now. I have sympathy pain. Yeah, I do. I often get cramps when my clients go into labor. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yep. So then when I have like gas or something, I'm like, oh, is this gas or is this somebody going to have, have a baby? baby? <laughs> like, what am I doing tonight? Do I need a nap? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So you go into labor yeah. and how long were you in labor before I showed up? Well, I would say labor started around 830 or nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I called you around 4 a.m. And you okay. were there at six because you had just finished with a whole string of babies. So you were restocking. And so I think you and Sarah showed up around 6 a.m. That's right. You had you were I was I was the end the of like end 60 hours. Of my like 60 or 70 hours away. You, had, you guys had baby after baby That's after baby right. that day. Yeah. I think I was your third. That drive yeah. home. Now I remember that was a scary drive. I bet. <laughs> I can't I'm even imagine. I'm going to die. Yeah, because you guys didn't leave until like 1.30 or 2 the ne- that day that you guys showed up. So my labor started on Thursday night around 9 o'clock. You guys showed up around 6 a.m. on Friday. He was here at 10.56 because I said I didn't want my kid to go past 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you guys were, you know, out a couple hours later and we were we were resting on the couch. But yeah, I know. I remember I looked over and you were laying on my floor. At one point, you were just chatting with me with your eyes closed. Like, I was like, oh, dear God, these poor girls are just got to be so tired. <laughs> yeah, a oh, long couple days for you guys. It was good, though. Yeah. And so you're in your bedroom, yeah. and the pool is in your bedroom. Yes. Aaron, I was like, is this guy nervous, or is he just shy? I always wondered if, if you liked me or not, because <laughs> I did. I was like... I don't know. I don't think he likes. And to be quite honest, he doesn't like many people. So <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, of course. I mean, we've had conversation, you know, about you know, it, like it's kind of, it's like losing a family member. Yeah. Um, at the end of this whole thing, because you've been here for so long, you know, for so through this whole thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, now what? Yeah, he was angry with me when I was scheduling an, our, yeah, our like, last be, appointment. Be at school, you know? Yeah, we yeah. were scheduling this last appointment, and it was going to be during the day. And he's like, Samantha. And I said, what? He goes, well, I'm not going to be here. Yeah. And I was like, and? And he goes, he goes, well, then I'm never going to see Julia again. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I kind of just got quiet because, like I said, my husband really doesn't like many people. Well, and I don't want to get in the way. You know, you've got to do your job. Yeah. But then he's he's sitting there and he goes, that sucks. He goes, that makes me really sad. He goes, I really like Julia. She's like a part of the family now. Mm -hmm. And it's true. I mean... You definitely don't get this type of care no. and this feeling with somebody and this connection with somebody. If you well, just the, the, the whole process and then the whole birthing process. I mean, yeah, it's not was... like this. It's not like this in the, with a with a doctor and a you know or even hospital. a hospital midwife or or anything like that. It's not the same experience. You're not seeing the same person. You're not learning about them. You're not connecting with them. You're yeah, not it, having it, a cry on the floor that's the of your, thing your living is, room. Is that bond. And now, granted, yeah. I didn't have such a tight bond as you did. Um, but I mean, it was nice to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. know. And to know. It's yeah. trust. You're building yes. trust. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You know. Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. So you have really nice lights. Thank you. Your pool <laughs> looks really cute in Thank your room. You. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think she's in labor. Really? I did. I didn't know that. I did. I thought to myself, <laughs> I think that she thinks she's in labor because oh, her God. water broke. But she's like not acting any certain way but herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, did you feel like that? No, <laughs> like, like what you, 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 is he nervous? Like, <clears throat> I don't really, like, I wasn't really nervous. I don't know. But did you think I was in labor? Or did you think I, that I, I mean, was? Yeah, you're like, get out of bed. Get out of bed. <laughs> and you, like, it I was, did. And, and those, Before those, we called you, I those woke contractions up. contractions, they were kind of like, I mean, I just, it just flashbacks to the hospital. Like that, that deep, like moan, mm-hmm. like it hurts. Like I knew that it wasn't just like. Well, you were moaning when I first got here, but then... Kind of stalled out. I noticed when you guys showed up, it stopped or slowed. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, okay, so she must have just been, like, feeling alone, worried, like... But also, I believe she got in the (laughs) pool before you guys got there, too. When you guys got there... Because uh, later, when it was closer to, like, like, go time, I was even sitting in the chair going... I'm, I'm like now I'm in like sports mode. I'm like, okay, let's get out of bed. Or let's get let's get out of the pool, and let's let's let this baby drop. I did make you get out. Of the you pool. did. And you did. Like, but when I first when I first got there, I told I told Aaron I wanted him to fill the pool at least part way when I felt things were starting to ramp up to the point that we needed to call you around four a.m. Um, so I told him, I said, go ahead and start filling the pool at least like partway with really hot water. That way, you know, when things are time, you just have to finish it off. Mm -hmm. So he had done that and you guys had shown up. And at that point I was like, all right, they're here. I'm getting in. You know, I was like, like, it's it's time right now. I was like, it's time to get in. I said, I'm, and he even said, he said, are you allowed to do that? (laughs) And I, I and it was, oh. It was one of those moments where I remember, um, like in the hospital when I told you, you need to get somebody, my body's pushing. And you told me, no, you need to wait. And I looked at you. No, I was like, stop. And I looked at you and I said something to the effect, probably not as nicely of, Mm -mm. I waited a long time for this. I'm going to push. If you want somebody to be here, you better go get them. Um, and that was, red phone and that was very much the same of that experience. I, I felt my body needed to get into the water and I told him, he's like, can you get, can you do that? And I kind of looked at him like, this is my house. This is my birth. Go ahead and, and try to tell me otherwise. Uh-huh. And you guys did come upstairs and you were like, so you might need to get out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mm, what? <laughs> you did. What? And then you had contractions that were noticeable. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then I think you guys, um, I, I wanted you to check me and you had checked me. And I think we both were kind of like, oh, oh, that's a little further ahead mm-hmm. than, than we were thinking it was going to be. Because mm-hmm. I know with, again, my experience with our first like being a deuce. After. Yeah, after 12 hours of induction, I was only 2 centimeters and 70% aphase. And I and thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. No. You were shutting down. I was stressed. Psychologically, yeah. For sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that was not the experience this time. And, you know, I felt like in my head, I love the water. It's my place to be. And I was laboring outside of the water for 
you know, from nine until 5 a.m. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, I could no longer relax. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't know. I was fighting the contractions. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like at that point I needed to get in the water. And that's what did the trick for me. I, I could allow the pressure to come down. But then it changed. Because I yep. remember, so you were in the pool and Sarah and I were sitting around. Aaron yep. was sitting on the other side of the pool. And we were, it was crackers. just like we were eating <laughs> crackers. Eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> And you got your little stool there and sat. And I remember thinking, this is just kind of like, you know, we're just hanging out. Yeah, because you know? in between contractions. And wasn't I eating junk food? Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys were just munching, drinking like Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. You guys That's had so stuff bad. from. <laughs> I like sit and, and counsel my clients on diet. And yeah. then I show up. I had really bad snacks, like rice you did. You You did. And you had, I think you guys had like yeah, soda. And everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because my, I made the comment. My chemicals, my yeah. Diet pop. Yeah, we were talking about that. Because I even said, wow, when I was pregnant with Porter, I loved Rice Krispie Treats. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, yep, munch, munch. <laughs> you know? I did offer you some, though. You did. And I didn't want any at that point. I didn't, I didn't want that at any at that point, no. No, but yeah, we were just hanging out. And I, that was the other thing that was so different than my first experience was that when I had a contraction, I had to do the work. I had to focus. I had to breathe. I had to do what I needed to do. And then when it was over, I just go back to talking with you guys. I mean, we were having conversation. There comes a point (laughs) where I don't know if you remember the exact words, but wasn't it something like, okay, guys. I'm not um, having fun anymore. I'm not having fun anymore. The party's over. Like, she shut down the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibe was definitely crushed. (laughs) It was. was You mean me? You yes, mean you. me? Yeah. I would shut down what's going on? No. And then it was not funny me. because I thought, dang, I wonder how long she's been waiting to say that. I hope not long because we've just been like chilling. <laughs> no, I can assure you that whenever something comes to my mind, that's when I say it. Yeah. So no, I'm going to say that was, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. probably right then when it happened. But you remember that moment? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was then everyone was packing up snacks. Everybody was packing up snacks. I don't remember that part. I don't remember that part. I don't remember. I don't remember after it. saying it. Oh my god! Huh? I was like putting my gummy bears yeah, back. Like, we're, yeah, we're like zipping bags Because I was like, "Horrible! Up. Those are my Har- favorite." Oh my god! No, I don't remember you guys packing up. I think at that point it was like. It had to have been transition. It was getting getting a little more intense. It had to have been. But then it plateaued again because I feel like you got into transition and then if nothing is off uh, limits, then (laughs) the part of your mucus plug came out, but it didn't want to detach from you. No, and he got a little grossed out by that. Poor Aaron was like... I was sitting there staring at it. I I didn't. I think I asked you. I was like, what? Do you see something? You were like, nope. "Mm -mm." Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. He's like, know. do you mind if I wipe your bottom? <laughs> He's like, it looks like a dandelion. I was like, yeah. And then he takes it off, and I was like, that did not look like a dandelion. I don't know what don't know what, what type of dandelion you're looking at, but a wet one. <laughs> 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 uh oh. <laughs> Glad I could bring some comedy to this. Uh, oh, so well. glad I asked you to do <laughs> Are they not normally like this? Is this not the usual? You don't even listen to any? Oh, here we go. I am. 
<laughs> no, they're a little more serious than what we're being right now. Like I'm back in school. Oh, it hurts. Oh, oh God. Okay. Yes, I have listened to some of the podcasts. <laughs> My goodness. Lord. Okay, so back to wet dandelions. Wet <laughs> dandelions. Mm. So mm. then... Uh, I think that I asked you to bear down to see how it felt, or did you start bear? Did I ask? You uh, I I think I don't remember, but I remember you saying, "I I said I feel pushy." That's like, what I it was. Feel but pushy. you weren't really doing anything. No, and you said, "Well, go ahead and feel yourself. Like if you can feel, go ahead and feel." And I remember getting frustrated because I felt something, but I knew it wasn't a head, and and without even saying it to you because I was just at a point where I didn't want to discuss things. I felt like, Oh my God, do I have a cervical lip? Like just naturally felt like, is this my cervix that's still stuck over the top of my baby's head? Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, moved around in the, in the tub. I squatted in the tub and you said, um, can you just, do you mind getting on the bed for a minute? We'll see if that helps anything. Um, and I got in the bed I checked you and you're on the bed too. Yeah. And you said, yeah, you do have a cervical lip, but it's moving. It's doing what it needs to do. You know, your body's pushing. It's, it's moving back. Um, you know, so you said, go ahead and try to, to hang out there. A minute I think or... you did like one contraction there yeah. and I saw the frustration and yeah. exhaustion yeah. in your face. And so then I suggested doing abdominal lifts. You said I could either do the stairs or do abdominal lifts and I was kind of like um I'm not gonna waste my time on doing the stairs and them not possibly work so let's just get this on the road and that's when we went ahead and progressed to that yep so I put you up against the wall side note I had no idea what this was or did I know what I was walking into when it started to happen (laughs) and I remember thinking to myself as I was doing it and I was putting so much force so to give you uh um, a picture of it. Samantha yeah. has her back against the wall. Yes. Erin was on my left. A little tiny space of flat wall in their Yeah, bedroom. being in our old house, our, you know, we have a really old house, so your your wall space is very limited by the way yeah. that your house is, is created. So I don't know. It was like just wide enough for me. Yeah. So to she's be it. back against the wall. I'm on my knees in front of her. Erin was to my left. And I am using both of my hands flat mm-hmm. on her belly and pushing her belly up and in towards her spine. During my contractions. To help get the baby positioned over the cervix to move that, that mm-hmm. lip up over the head and have the baby drop down. Yes. And... When I do it, sometimes I have to like put all of my might into it. And I remember my arms trembling and thinking, what is Aaron thinking right now? <laughs> yeah, what were your I thoughts? I think that was, no, I mean, other than the screaming, um, there really were no thoughts. I mean, I was, that was about the only time that I got nervous throughout the whole thing. Because yeah. I'm like, is my son going to come out? Or not, I didn't know, we didn't know my who son it was at the time. But um, is this baby going to come out now? I'm thankful that we were, were trying an intervention because I was sick of her sitting in the pool. Um, like I wanted to get it over with too. Um, but I, I think the only thing I was really thinking was, you know, good Lord, I've never heard her scream like this before. Yeah. Cause I remember you telling me, you said, okay, you do what you need to do. If you yeah. need to scream as loud as possible, you know, cause you even told me at the time, you said, you got to let your body do what it needs to do. Don't push, you know, don't, push 
against it, you know, because everything they teach you in the hospital is hold your breath, bear down and push. Mm-hmm. You know, and this entire time I, I kind of had to fight through that and let my body push itself. And that's hard. That's hard to... It's hard to take the passenger seat. Yeah, and let your body do it. Because let me tell you, I remember them coaching me through, you know, the birth of my son. They're telling me, my first son, telling me to hold my breath, bear down. And I didn't want to hold my breath, but I was really good at pushing. And they kept saying, you're really good. Well, yeah, you tell me I'm really good at something. I'm going to show you how good I am about it. Like, that's just how I am. So it was only 20 minutes of pushing to deliver my my first son. Um, so it was hard to not really bear down super hard uh-huh. with Wynn when he came, you know, to, to kind of try to breathe through that or scream through it because my body was doing what it needed to do once he was in position. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it took maybe two lifts. And I felt him under my hands rotate and drop. Drop into position. And then all I could think was, hurry up, somebody, get me a washcloth so yeah. we can get some counter Support. pressure on this perineum so we don't tear. And that's literally and what literally happened. literally we had a baby. Like I remember saying to you, I feel my pelvis opening. And you said, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, because I knew he was he was coming. And sure enough, he, he came out. Like, he was like a bullet. He just... Mm-hmm. Out and came came through and out. Yeah. And no tearing. No tearing. No tearing, which was... Oh, no. yeah, and he pooped as he was coming <laughs> yes, out. Yes, he did. He, he, I remember you showing me afterwards. I'm laying on the bed, and you're like, this is the poop that he just let out when he came out with you. Like, <laughs> welcome to the world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was... That was quick. It was definitely fast. And, and I have to say, that wasn't how, you know, in my mind, when you think about how you're going to have your home birth... You think, especially me, I thought for sure it was going to be this beautiful, peaceful water birth. You know, the baby was going to come out. My husband was going to go ahead and catch him. We were going to bring him up together. And that's not what happened. But to be quite honest, that's just not us anyways. No, so I feel like peaceful or graceful or anything. <laughs> no. No, about us as a, in a relationship either. I mean, we love each other completely, but there's nothing peaceful and and, you know gentle about it so for our experience to have been so loud and so fast and furious i think is just it's just par for the course for for who we are Yeah, but i mean if you think about the whole process it wasn't all like no no it was just the end it was like a like it It was was, very peaceful up until then there was a calm before the storm yeah yeah i I mean but the storm was much shorter than like the the build. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Once it was time, I mean, once we got through what we needed to, it was, it was quick. But yeah. but yeah, no, it was it was still beautiful our story. And then I know after that we moved to the bed, you know, our bed, our comfortable bed, mm-hmm. you know, and climbed in there with our baby, and he was he was on the other side, and just spending those moments together. Mm-hmm. And you know, he needed a little bit of help. To kind of get stimulated to to start breathing well for himself, but that was a shock to drop like that. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you, I mean, I felt him engaged correctly too, and then I was like, oh my god, here we go. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I was expecting you to put him into position or whatever, and then get into a whether it be waddle back to the tub or or what have you, spend a few more minutes and then deliver our baby. And that was not the case. I mean, he came out like a rocket. He was engaged in position. Mm-hmm. And he was out. It was fast. Very yeah. fast. What were your thoughts at that moment? When he came out? 
Is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> that, 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 that's what, I mean, that was my initial thought. But, yeah. I mean, you know, you start counting fingers and toes and then just, I mean, purulation, really. Yep, I mean, that was mine, too. The when baby's you were, here. Yeah, when you were helping put him up into my arms when I was up against the wall still. And it was just like, oh, my God, it's over. He's here. Who yeah. is he? Is it a he? Is it a she? And I think we were all shocked because yeah. everybody, there were very few people during my entire pregnancy who thought that this baby was a boy. And even you said, you're like, I feel like this is a girl, mm-hmm. you know, at a couple oh, points. Oh, I'm never right, though. Oh. <laughs> well, my, my stepmom was the only one that... Yeah, she picked she, the date. She picked the date and the yeah. sex. Yeah, Connie, really? Connie, yes. She picked, she goes, it's going to be on the 5th. And I was like, God, why would she say that? Why would she say it's, it's going to be the 5th? And it's going to be a boy. And she was right, because I was not wanting to wait till the 5th. But wow. apparently that's what was going to happen. Wow. So, yeah. Huh. Yes, she got it right. So it was just you guys here. Yeah. Um, no family, no friends, which no. is nice. Yep, it was just us. My son was at my parents. Our first son, Porter, yeah. was at my parents. Mm-hmm. He had stayed there for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Aaron, you had two weeks off. Your teacher. Yep, I had two weeks off. Your sub worked out okay. Yeah, everything went smoothly for the most part. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I walk in today. For the postpartum visit, and I said, I don't want to start talking about the podcast because we'll talk about things and then we won't remember to say them. Yeah. So you were saying there was something about when you went back to work. Yeah, when I went back to work, and I, I mean, I, I greatly appreciate concern because obviously it, it crosses your mind the what ifs. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're in the moment, that's not something that you think about. You know, you cross those bridges when they get there. It's just, you know, life in general. You cross it when you get there. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the conversations that I not necess- that I tried to avoid, I suppose, but just everybody saying we were praying for you, we were worried, we were scared, we were worried, we were scared. We were, well, why, why? Why mm-hmm. were you worried and scared? Just because it was at home? Um, you know, this, this isn't something new. Mm-mm. Now, But they for- didn't voice this before. No, well, everybody. No, 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 everybody questioned it. Everybody questioned yeah, it, and okay. it, you know, and it it, it goes because nobody can picture me doing that. <laughs> right. Nobody can picture me doing what I do anyway with a, with. T- I mean, I'm just. I don't know. Aaron's kind of a nervous guy, so to to imagine him to yeah. be super calm with us having a baby at home, that just seems out of place for Way people. Out of place. You know, my yeah. my friends. You know, I'm, I'm high strung. I think about. I overthink things. I, yes. I do this. I do. That. Yes. But you know. When Porter was born, it was like calm. When she got sick and was he in the was. hospital for for thirteen or seven thirteen days, calm. Yeah. Right. Um, when Win was born, calm. calm. Like mm-hmm. right. I, yeah. I don't know if it's just something that clicks, but I don't know why people. And I don't. I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, but I mean, I under, like I said, I understand the worry, but just because it's a home birth, you know, if you if if you would read a book, if you would look at stats, if you. You know, I, I didn't want to be, a, we, I felt like a number the first time we went through. Yes. And that's exactly what it was. And this was a completely different experience. calming, mm-hmm. peaceful. relaxing, peaceful. You know, who can say that after your baby was born, a couple hours later, you're going to Texas Roadhouse <laughs> to get dinner for to the family. To give me those rolls that I wanted. And I mean, everything was just cool. Yeah. You know, every, and, and, you know, it was, it was the, the final piece of it. The whole thing was the. To, to bring Porter home to meet yeah. his little brother. But yeah. um, but no, I just, I don't know why I got that that whole nervous thing. Like, why are you doing this? Or yeah. are you sure you want to do well, this? Well, and the thing is too, that I don't think people, 
even realize, you know, we hired someone who's very well experienced. It's not, you know, it's yeah. Not... But you would be surprised. People have an image in their yeah. head of what I what am. it is, mm-hmm. right? And then when they meet me, they're like, "You She's... wear makeup and you wear earrings, yes. and yeah. you well, kind of dress preppy, like what? You're educated. <laughs> you're, you know, like all these things and all these pre predisposed ideas of what a midwife must be, and it's not." It's not the case that, I mean, you're sitting there with pearls in your ears right now. I mean, you know, when you showed up, you had bags of stuff, you know, you've taken classes, you're educated. It's not like I just picked up somebody off the street. street. Come on in. Yeah. And I mean, we interviewed you at the beginning of our experience too. I mean, we've experienced, or we've interviewed quite a few Mm -hmm. midwives over the last two pregnancies and, you know, you have to find the right fit. And I also, I feel like with my, my background as a nurse, we're educated people. You know, we, we have degrees. We, we work in jobs that we're helping other people, you know, and, and we interviewed you. Mm-hmm. We had questions for you. We had expectations of what your answer should be. And, and we crossed those bridges beforehand. And I don't think people understand that you can have a home birth and, and have somebody who's educated and experienced who can take care of you that isn't a doctor Mm -hmm. and I think I told you this after my deliver delivery of Lynn looking back on it I almost wonder if a lot of these things happened with Porter but the hospital didn't know what to do about it you know like what if they had done abdominal lifts back when I was with him would it have lasted so long would I have ended up feeling like so exhausted and 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 feeling at the end of my rope and ended up delivering on my back and, and tearing. What, would that have been the same experience in my head? I feel like it wouldn't have been, um, you know, and those aren't the type of, that's not the type of care you get right. in the hospital. And it, like I said, it's not like you're on an experience, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because every experience is different, but the model of care oh, so is different. extremely different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Extremely I mean, you came different. to my house almost every single visit. Mm-hmm. How many people can and say that? that? Was, that was nice. That was nice because the first, <clears throat> we had to travel. Yeah, we had to travel with the first. We had to, we had to travel down to But Ashland. even still, like when you go into a doctor's office and you wait and you wait and yeah. then you see your doctor and they say, any concerns? You have 15 minutes. You have 15 minutes I to be so seen. I get so panicked when I get to the doctor. Because, I forget everything. Because of like what's going to happen to me because I know I only have this tiny yeah. little amount of time to yeah. to like say and feel what I need to with the doctor yeah, and sure. I just am like clammed up because yeah. I know it's like three minutes long yeah and done yeah mm-hmm. yeah and are they really listening are they really paying attention I mean and if th- something came up after the fact I I just call you or text you yeah and that's not also the experience of having. A hospital experience mm-hmm. with an OB or even just a, you know, when I had a nurse midwife, the same experience. Mm-hmm. I had to go through the call center. The call center then had to transfer me. Then we had to page. Yeah. Then they had to check my chart to see who I was and then call me back, yeah. you know, and then try to discuss that if and they it, call me yeah, back. Yeah, it stinks too because, like, I don't want to dog doctors because they're not bad. No. But it, you know, they don't really have a choice. No, it's pushed. They push, don't have well, a I, choice. I mean, and I can say that from experience too, from working in a hospital as a nurse. You know, there are limitations, and they have limitations. You know, they have to do things a certain way, and they have certain patients, so many patients they have to see in a day. So it's, 
it's just unfortunate that that's the model mm-hmm. and that's not the model that we wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's why we chose yeah. to have a home birth with you. Gosh darn it, but you're not going to have any more. No, we're oh. done. We're done. This is it. Mm-hmm. I told you, I think I told you when I was in labor that I'm the type of person where I set a goal. We go and we get it. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point we, we were, were like, having that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said that, um, my analogy was I always said I was going to run a 5k. I ran a 5k. I was given a medal for first place in that 5k. And I don't think I've run since that day. Yep. Like that's just, that's me. I set a goal. I run to it. I get it. And I go away from it. And we had talked, you know, we wanted a big family when we first started dating, we were going to have six kids. And then we were like, okay, three is probably all right. And then we got to the end of this pregnancy and we looked at each other and we're like, okay, I think two is enough. Like yeah. two is, two is good. I had my beautiful home birth. We had this wonderful experience, you know, that we wanted. And we're like, Which okay. I really thought was going to make you go towards having another one. I did. <laughs> I know. I When you, you had said something to me about more kids, and I was like, no, I'm done. You're like, what? It's what? rare that I have a client that is like, no, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a beautiful experience. I mean, it's wonderful. But like I said, pregnancies, pregnancy can be tough. And and raising kids is is tough and we felt complete after mm-hmm. having win. I mean, we thought for sure this was a girl. So, even yeah. for us, you know, we reconsidered when he came out out we kind of looked at each other like do we need no, like it did it would have ma- it wouldn't have mattered if he was a girl or a boy. We feel complete. This mm-hmm. is our family. And this is this is who we're going to be. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I remember you saying how sad you were that we weren't going to have any more babies, but Aww. this is it. This is, this is our beautiful family. Babies instead of yes. making everybody else have babies. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are, Julia. And then I'll be coming over to your house to hold your babies then. Yep. Yeah. Getting that whiff of that oxytocin and uh-huh. getting it that way. Yep. What else guys, what should we add to this? I don't know. Just... Karen, you gotta have something else. <laughs> Nothing. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I. I, I mean, you, you can think about. I mean, I don't. I just thought that the experience was was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, if if I could recommend it to people, which I do, um, you know, it's an option. You don't have to. I don't care. That's fine. But I mean, it's it's just an absolutely like intimate. Yeah. Just ex- experience that you'll never. Mm-mm. I personally don't think you'll ever get that in the hospital no. ever. And I'm not knocking hospital births. We had do one. Your, yeah. Do your thing, you know, whatever, but, um, just open your mind to it and yeah. just educate yourself on the options of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, cause, I mean, cause really, I mean, you answered the questions within the first two weeks. What if, what if she starts to hemorrhage? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what if the baby's breach mm-hmm. you know, and you answered them, you answered those questions. I felt at ease mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, like I yeah. don't have any issues. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. that would be the biggest scare because we're 45 minutes from the nearest hospital that mm-hmm. has an OB. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so I get that, but until you educate yourself, yeah. And then also to to add on that, I think that would be one of my biggest is just educate yourself on everything. And that was don't another be so thing. Quick to judge, yeah. Don't be so so quick to judge because even even with my background, there's always fears, there's always possibilities, but the entire time I always felt comfortable because that's why you're there. Mm -hmm. You're screening me. You're, you're watching me. You're listening to the baby. You're checking me, you know, never was I in this alone. Never was I 
didn't have somebody looking over me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't just having this baby by myself. And I feel 100% totally confident that if any blip would have come on up, you would have found it and we would have addressed would have it. Fine, yeah. yeah, I mean, if we needed to go somewhere, <laughs> I, I know that we would have had time to do so. You would have yeah. you would have said, I don't feel comfortable. Something's coming down the line that isn't normal and, and we need to act. And mm-hmm. we would have listened to you because, mm-hmm. you know, we've built that well, trust. When, when we found out that he was breached at your house, yeah, even um, having that conversation. You were just like, one way or another, this baby's coming. I'm like, that's ballsy. We're doing it. Okay? <laughs> like, like, I'm like, she's confident. That's all I need to know. Yeah, she's you know, got she's the not, experience. She's not going to run. You know, and, and, and just then. Say, just call the squad or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm I like, mean. She's, she's got it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was, made me feel comfortable too. That, no, I didn't want to have a breech baby because I know that's not usually the most comfortable way to deliver. Not that it's always just super you know, easy, but I know I didn't want one, but you told me, you said, you got to get your head around it. Like this baby's coming out the way it wants to come out. You guys need to work on your relationship and, and understand that I'm here. I, you know, if this baby comes out breach, it comes out breach, Mm -hmm. you know, and just being comfortable with that because everything up to that point, most people tell you, if you're breach, we're doing a cesarean, we're, Mm -hmm. we have to do something. And, and, you know, remembering you're trained, you're experienced, you know, mm-hmm. just because, just because that's not how the hospital does it or what mainstream media does it doesn't mean that it's not safe and that there's not people that aren't trained to do it. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. it's long winded. No, it was a great like <laughs> campaign public service announcement. I like it. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. I advocate, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I still, I don't care what people say. Yeah. Like I wouldn't trade it. No. Trade any of it. No. That's awesome. You know, and I think I think it is kind of like a blessing in disguise. We got both sides of it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And I think I've told you this too with my experience. I was, um, you know, I had meningitis at 10 years old. I then became a nurse. The first place I got hired was a neuro ICU. Mm-hmm. So I've seen both sides of it, right? Then a couple years later, I have this freak experience where I have bacterial meningitis for the second time, end up in a neuro ICU, very, very sick. Um, at the time I was working, you know, currently I work for an insurance company. I review, um, stays. I had to go to an inpatient rehab. So in my head, I'm already thinking like, what are the criteria to be accepted for different levels of care? Like I've seen both sides of it. And I feel like this might be why I was shown both sides of this as well. You know, maybe, maybe this is just God's plan for me. He wants me to see both sides of, of different things and experiences so I can share. And maybe you can do it someday. <laughs> yeah. After the boys are grown up. There we go. Maybe. Maybe I'll be alongside a Julia yeah. one day in the future. I like that idea. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That makes me Just feel good. Just not yet. Just not yet, yeah. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> sixty hours yeah. straight yeah. at labors yeah. with, yeah. with babies. Yeah. yeah. They can sit on my desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you both being Thank on the podcast yeah. and sharing your story. Thank you it's for amazing. having us. It thank is. you. Yeah. You, thank you. You were amazing. Oh, you were thanks. Amazing. Definitely. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the Home Birth Experience. I know you have lots of options of things to listen to, and I appreciate you taking 45 minutes or an hour of your day to listen to my podcast. 
rate and review us subscribe on itunes spotify stitcher any platform for podcasts have a great day everyone